Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to my Good Nanny Radio, MGN Radio, the best show on Blog Talk Radio for family information and entertainment. Thanks for tuning in. Hello and happy Monday. Today is November 5th, and my name is um, Tasi, and I am so excited because it's election time. Tomorrow, I hope everybody goes out and votes. And, um, you know, I voted early, and it was just an amazing experience because when you vote, you take back your power, okay, and you use your power. This podcast today is going to be for my vendors. If you've enrolled in the ultimate guide to planning a conference without going broke, you get access to this podcast, which is Selling Tips for Vendors. For those of you who might not have heard about the MGN podcast, I interview celebrities, authors, you know, everyday women and men who are doing amazing things, starting a business, and really impacting their communities. So please subscribe to the podcast on Blog Talk Radio. Well, today I'm so excited because, as you know, if you've taken the course, you are embarking on just a great time to either plan an event or host your own conference, meetup, get-together. This is great. And one of the things that I love about Dare to Aspire Conference is our vendors, And I love our vendors because vendors add so much to an event if it's done right and if you treat them right. Vendors can just be amazing. Ever since I've had Dare to Aspire Conference um, in 2019, I can't believe we'll be having our ninth Dare to Aspire. But I always use vendors, and vendors really make my event special and make my event great. And so... I've been a vendor um, with my hair and products, and I've sold as well as I've had vendors. So with me, you kind of get to see both sides. I've been a vendor at numerous events, and I've had vendors at my event. So I get to see and have a perspective that's very unique. And I want to share with you the tips I use to sell out when I'm a vendor, as well as tips that I've seen at Dare to Aspire Conference that will make your booth just stand out from the crowd and make you have an amazing experience. Whether you sell items that you've made or brought, a vendor booth offers you an opportunity to make a profit. You get to share with attendees, with people that may have never heard of your product or service. You get to meet people. And then you get to meet people that may have heard of your product and actually bought your products, which I love. When I go to vend at different events and somebody comes up to me and says, you know, I use Hair Yum, I just get a feeling that is priceless, okay? But in order to generate the most revenue, you have to go beyond standing in front of your booth and asking, may I help you? No. The world has changed. There's social media. There's so many things involved. 
in having a vendor booth. It's not just buying that booth. There's so many things you, you need to do. So I'm going to share with you today on this podcast 10 selling tips every vendor should know and use. Okay? 10 selling tips. And if you have not already, I want you to make sure you go to Dare to Aspire. We are, our website is www.d, the number two, aspire, A-S-P-I-R-E, Dot com. Okay, I want to see you at the next Dare to Aspire conference, as well as making sure you follow us on social media. We do so much, and we share amazing tips, amazing information for business owners and women and moms in business. Okay, now number one, and this is really really great, and um, this is the first um, selling tip that I always tell people is. Do your homework. Do your homework. If you're selling items you make, such as art, jewelry, clothing, you want to check out the competition, okay? You want to, if I'm going to be at an event, okay, let's say for hair, you might do an expo, and I want to know who is going to be there, I do my homework. I want to know who's the organizer. How many times does she have this event? Now, one thing I would say about doing your homework is, it's not so much for me how many people are going to attend, okay? And this is very important, vendors. It is who is going to attend. So, for instance, I've been at several conferences, several events, and what I've learned is you can have 1,000 people at your event, but if those 1,000 people are not interested in what you have to buy or what you have to sell, then why are you there? So for me, I like events like Dare to Aspire, which has women, you know, who are attending. Women make 98% of the purchase decisions for the household. Women are very powerful. So I like events where they're women. And then I even go further, what type of women? You know, are they going to be natural? And this is for, again, hair yum. I say, do they wear their hair natural? Are they moms? What is the age? Most conferences and events can tell you that information if you ask. Now, another thing in doing your homework I always tell people is go to the social media. See you know, who follows, who um, has attended the event, what do the people say. But Dare to Aspire and why we always sell out, we have our bloggers write about our conference, and they give it to you straight, no chaser. And then we even have testimonies from our vendors who give it to you straight, no chaser. We have so much information available for anybody who wants to attend our conference. It is at your fingertips. Most reputable conferences that's been around have information, information overload, whether it's their website, whether it's social media. You can find out information about the event. Now, I will say something. If this is their first conference, their first meetup, you know, and it's in a low, it's 
held locally. So if you live in Atlanta and, you know, you hear about this new meetup, you know, there might not be a lot of information in social media. So what you want to do is talk to the founder, talk to the event planner. You know, tell me about your event. How many vendors are going to be there? Are there going to be 12 vendors selling purses? Because I sell purses. I might not want to have my purse at the same um, event as 12 others. How do you select your vendors? What are you looking for? So you can do your homework. You can do your homework. Don't be afraid to actually buy a ticket and attend the event and actually see see how it is, see what the demand is, see how people flow in, see who's coming, you know, and then the following year you can actually buy a vendor booth, okay? So do your homework vendors. This will save you a lot of time and money, okay? Now, I said this, and I'll say it again. Do not only buy a vendor booth based on how many people are going to be there. That's a mistake that I see so many entrepreneurs make. I don't care for me, again, and I'll use Harriam, I want to be at events where I build brand awareness, I meet people, and it's a quality event that aims to attract my target market, okay? So at Dare to Aspire events, we have 80 to 100 people, sometimes 125, 150. It's not 1,000 women. However, the women that attend our event are really networkers. They're power makers. They're women who make decisions. They're high-quality attendees that really make some powerful and have made some powerful connections, okay? So do you want to be a Dare to Aspire? Of course you do, okay? It's not just about how many attendees are at an event. Okay, number two, my second tip is go VIP if you can. Most events have vendors and VIP vendors, attendees and VIP attendees. Most of the time, the cost increase is not that much when you look about what when you look at what you're going to get. You want to purchase that VIP, okay? Most of the time, they have an early VIP rate. When you're a VIP, you get extra, you get premium placement of your vendor booth, which is key. You want to be where, the, where traffic is flowing, where people see you. That is so much, that is so important. You also want to give you an opportunity to speak, even if it's for two minutes. Hello, I'm Tossie. This is Hair Yum. It's a hair um, care for um, naturals and people who want to grow their hair naturally. Hi, I'm over here at this booth. Okay, you want to be able to introduce yourself. VIP registration gives you that. And also there's some other perks with VIP registrations that are very important. If you plan ahead, you can get a VIP registration. You know, it's so important. You get to network with the event planner or the founder. The event planner and founder will know you. A lot of times with your um, information on the website or on social media, as well as on the brochures that are given out and handed out to attendees. Again, this is ways you can differentiate yourself from other vendors and set yourself apart. Again, when you own a business, marketing is so important. Brand awareness is so important. These are things that you can do to get your brand recognized, and they are 
amazing. The third thing I want to tell vendors is display effectively. Okay, and what I mean by that is you don't have to spend thousands of dollars on, you know, fancy displays and stuff like that. No, you want to organize your products to maximize their visibility, make them easy for customers to access, make good use of limited space, and most importantly, look professional, okay? If your table and booth are messy and disorganized, people will come and look and, you know, it will, it's kind of, if your business and your table are messy, then what does that say about your products, okay? You want to have your products neatly displayed. You want to have some color. You want to look professional, okay? And smile. You want to make sure that you are displaying your business and representing your brand to the best of your ability. Again, I want to say if you do not have to spend $10,000 of dollars on fancy designer brands and all that. No. Just look professional. Have some color. You can go and buy a poster board and write a really nice, okay, this is your name. You can use Vistaprint to print out some really nice um, cards and informational information. You just want to be professional, and you want to use your display effectively, okay? Now, another thing that goes hand-in-hand is inventory, which is tip number four. One thing that I always do is you can contact the event planner and say, how many people do you expect at your events? And then you usually add 10% more just to make sure you're covered. So you're never running out of inventory. One of the things as an attendee I do not like is when I go to an event and I really like a product, I'm visiting the vendor booth, and I say, I want to get it. And they say, oh, we're sold out. Can you email or I'll ship you? No. The reason why I come to your event is because I want to buy it right there and right now. So make sure you plan your inventory accordingly. Now, have I run out of Harium at events? Yes, I have. Okay, we um, we will plan. I will talk to the event planner, and then more people showed up. They had on-site registration that opened the gates to a lot more people, and we sold out, which is a good thing. However, I wanted to make sure that if I did sell out, that I offered them another product at a discounted price, and I made sure I got their information and followed up. Okay, but try to make sure you have inventory um, and you display it properly. And you can actually have, um, you know, experiment with your product mix. So, for instance, many vendors, you know, have different products that they're selling. So maybe have a good variety of your products, okay? The key to success of many vendor boosts, and I'll say it and I'll say it throughout this podcast, is high volume and low prices, okay? You will sell out and you will sell amazing. High volume, low prices, okay? Now, another thing that I want to um, talk about in this podcast, again, we're talking about selling tips for vendors, okay? I hope you're writing and you're taking notes is have a nice attitude. Oh, I want to, where's my applause? Because this one is so important. Please 
round of applause for all the vendors that have a smile on their face and have a great attitude. (laughs) Okay, when you are selling, first of all, if you do not want to be at the event, don't go. Don't buy vendor boots because when you're at a vendor, when you're a vendor, and I've been a vendor and I've had vendors, you got to hustle, you got to smile, you got to have a great attitude. Attitude will take you places that just brains or great products won't. You have to get out there. I sell out of Harium at every event I've vendored because if you know my personality and you know me, I am out there hustling. You know, I want to sell my product. I have people there that want to know more about Harium, so I am out there with a smile on my face, answering questions, you know, not looking irritated, you know, um, whether there's one person or ten person people at my booth, I treat them with respect. I greet them. I tell them thank you for stopping by. It is work, and sometimes you might not feel that way, especially if you're at an event that you thought was going to have a thousand and that only a hundred people showed up. You might wear that expression on your face, but I'm here to tell you, don't, don't. Have a smile. If you can sell to 10 people, okay, that is huge. In this day and age where there's so many products, so many different services, everybody's selling something, for you to reach just 10 people, any key manufacturer, any key retailer will tell you that is huge. Look at the big retailers that are going out of business, Toys R Us, you know, Sears, all these people closing stores. You know why? Because it's hard to attract new customers, and it's hard to keep customers. So make sure you have a great attitude. Okay, about our selling tips, okay, selling tips. One, the next thing I wanted to tell you is you is make sure you network. Make sure you network. Networking is key at any event, whether you're an attendee or whether you're a vendor. You have to network, network, network. It's the name of the game, okay? Now, one of the things I'll say, because I've been a vendor and I've vended, when I'm at an event that maybe I thought was going to have 500 people and it turned out to be 50, okay, I'm there, so I make the best of it. I smile and I network. I talk to everybody. I make sure I give them my card. I make sure I tell them about Harium or Dare to Aspire Conference. I make the best out of it. I network. I exchange information. Like I tell you, I don't care about quantity. I care about quality. One of the things that people repeatedly say about Dare to Aspire is they've made some amazing connections. They've actually formed some business, made business deals from Dare to Aspire Conference. They've connected with vendors, with speakers. They've made money after the event. And I pride myself on that because if you're a vendor, yes, you want to sell your product, but if you don't happen to sell out, that doesn't mean the event was a waste. As a vendor, use that opportunity when it's a slow period to talk to other vendors, to talk to the speakers. One of the things and one way, and this is a tip for all vendors, is to donate a speaker gift. 
okay? You might not be able to, if there are 20 or 50 speakers, let's say the event is huge, you might say, okay, I can't. But if it's 10 speakers or five or maybe the keynote speaker you want to do something nice for, reach out to the event planner and say, hey, I would love to donate a speaker gift and give it to the speaker. A lot of times when the speaker receives that speaker gift, you might ask them, you know, hi, you know, I follow you on social media, here's my gift. A lot of times the speaker will say, wow, I received this amazing, you know, gift set from X, Y, and Z, and they will mention it on social media. The effects of this are huge. The effects of this are amazing. So network. You also want to make sure that you give a door prize, which is my next tip, okay? So we talked about speaker gifts, but vendors, okay, you want to make sure you give a door prize, okay? And I think this is number seven, okay, my tips have been going down. Um, You want to make sure you give a door prize. Again, it doesn't have to be something overly expensive. Always remember, less is more. Um, How it looks, you know, give something really nice. Do you have a best-selling product? Give that as a door prize. And at events, you can also talk to the event planner and say, hey, I want to give a door prize. Please, can you mention our social media handle and take a picture of the person that is winning the door prize? One of the things that I do not like is when people do not take pictures and do not post them on social media. At Dare to Aspire, you will hear me post, take pictures, post, use hashtag Dare to Aspire. Because, again, This is all brand awareness, free marketing. Why not? I love highlighting the vendors that come to Dare to Aspire. I love it. They have amazing products and services. And even if if attendees cannot attend our event, what better way than to showcase our vendors on social media so they can get more traction and get more customers? You know what? I am sincerely happy when vendors make Money. I am sincerely happy when vendors sell and get more business through our social media account. Okay? So, vendors, again, select your events, but make sure you give a door prize. Okay? Make sure you give a door prize. That is really key. And then hopefully you can talk to the um, event planner and say, hey, I'm giving a door prize. Can they, um, can I take a picture with the winner? Or if you're not there and you're submitting the door prize, please can you take the pictures and send to to us. We want to feature them on our social media. Okay, so we have been talking about selling tips for vendors. Are you learning? Are you sharing? This is really, really um, some really great tips, like I said, that I've experienced, that I've used, and I've seen vendors use, and it really helps them. Okay, number eight. And I mentioned this before, but I want to mention this again, okay? I want to mention this again. Set good prices, okay? One thing I, I, I see, and it's been done, and I've seen this at events when I'm an attendee and I'm walking around to vendor booths. Again, I've been an attendee, I've been a vendor, I've been a sponsor, and I'm an event planner for Dare to Aspire. So I kind of seen so much. So, 
you have a product that you want to sell. Let's say you have a lipstick. You sell it on your website for $18. Okay, this is just an example. You vend. You want to sell it at a lower price. Maybe sell it at $10. Maybe sell it at $15. A good way I set my prices is based on the vendor booth. So if I paid $150 for a vendor booth and I have $15 products, all I have to do is sell 10 of them and I've made my money back. Okay, and if I can go lower, I remove my price lower and lower. Okay, you want to have good prices. Do not come to any event with prices more expensive than you have on your website or at the same price that you're selling it on your website. Give attendees a break. They're there live. Remember, they've already paid to attend this event. If the event is free, great, but still, you still want to give good prices. Vendor booths sell out when, like I said, high volume, low price. Okay, that is a formula that works repeatedly. I'll give you an example. With Hair Yum Vegan Hair Care, our products go anywhere from $15.95 to $29.99 if you order our vitamins, our hair growth vitamins. When I vent, all my products are $10 each. Vitamins are $10. The hair growth all is $10. The shampoos is $10. These are special prices, and they sell like hotcakes. You know why? Because people go on the website and they say, oh, wow, her vitamins are $29.99 and she's selling them at $10. I want to get them, and I want to get them now. Now, if I was selling them at $29.99, yes, I might sell one or two, or I might do well if I say, okay, let me take $10 off. But you want to have prices that attract. And, again, as a vendor, you're there to sell. You're there to make a profit. You're also there to make and expand your brand, brand awareness, okay? So keep that in mind when you set your prices. Do not set prices that are so outrageous that you won't sell. And a good indication is when people come to your booth, if everybody is saying, wow, that's high, because people will tell you, then you need to adjust so you can sell out. Because remember, you're a vendor, you want to sell your products, okay? You want to sell your products. Okay, now, another thing, and as you can hear, we're live. It's live, it's live, it's live. <laughs> I love, I love live stuff. But what are we on? We are on number nine. So one of the things that I want to talk about is making sure, okay, that you get social, okay, making sure you get social. And what do I mean by that? Okay, this is tip number nine, get social. Before you run and spend a lot of money on displays and information, all of that, like I've said, you don't have to have the most expensive information, the most expensive displays and all that. You just have to look professional, have some bright colors, and a great attitude. But social media is a must. You have to. Even, you don't, there's so much out there, I know. If you're sitting back and listening to this podcast, there's Facebook, there's Instagram, there's YouTube, there's LinkedIn, there's everything. I'll tell you for Dare to Aspire, our conference, we really, really encourage our vendors to at least be on Instagram. Instagram is great. It's amazing. 
and it's pictures, and it's really, really great. Facebook is good, too, and LinkedIn. If I was to say those three, make sure. If you can't be on all three and you want to have maybe a Twitter account, that's fine, but be on social media because most conferences use hashtags. Most conferences are on Instagram. And you want them to highlight your business, and you want them to share your links, as well as attendees when they come to your booth. Most people have a phone, a smartphone. They can pull it out and follow you right there. I've seen it happen because it's happened to me many, many times. They'll pull out their phone and say, wow, I didn't know about Harriam. Are you on, are you on Instagram? Yes. Are you on Facebook? Yes. Follow. Click, click, click. And just like that, you have a new person that's following you on social media, which is very, very important. The business world has changed. Social media is a key way people do business, not the only way, but a key way. So make sure you're on the Facebooks, you're on the Twitters. Like I said, if you want to pick one, I would say, especially if you're a vendor at Dare to Aspire, at least have an Instagram because we share pictures and we tag you, and it's important. So you want to get social. That's so important especially if you're a vendor, because it's just expanding your brand, okay? So make sure you get on social media. If you need help in, with Instagram or Facebook or you, you want my advice, I don't mind. You know, if you go to Dare to Aspire, we have a coaching. You can click coaching, and I will look at your business and help you to say which one you need to be on, but you have to be on social media. It is vital, if you're a vendor, you do yourself a, distur- a disservice if you're not on any social media platform. So when you're a vendor, it's free. You do not have to pay to get on social media. Why not take advantage of the free opportunity? Okay, this podcast is coming to an end, and I want to end with tip number 10. We've been talking about selling tips for vendors. Get emails. Get emails. Okay, now this one is a little tricky, but it can be done. I've seen it done. I've been an attendee. I've been a vendor, (laughs) and it works great. You can have a really, really nice sign-up sheet. You can go. You can even go to the dollar store. There's so many nice crafts and and um, a Walmart, any place like that, and find a nice. Notepad. If you want to go to Vistaprint and order something, but really you don't have to spend money. You can get a nice poster board, decorate it, write name, email, phone number, and as people come to your booth or they see or they like what you have or they buy from you, you can ask them, do you mind if I get your email? I have a mailing list. I would love to add you to because we have some future upcoming sales or we're going to be at different events. People more than likely, if they like and they stop by your booth and they like what you have, they will say yes, and you just add them to the mailing list and they opt in. Make sure you ask their permission, obviously. But this is a great way. You just have it at your booth, and they write their name and their email address. Email addresses are vital because you know why? You can extend the buying experience. You can communicate with your attend with the attendees and with potential customers. People pay thousands of dollars for email lists. Okay? I'm not joking. Thousands. Because everybody's on email, everybody's on their smartphone. You can get 
emails right there at events. That's why I love live events. You can see customers. You can see who pulls out their wallet and buys your product. You can get their email. Don't let this opportunity slip you by. You can ask the event hoster, hey, I bought a booth, you know, I would like to collect emails at my booth. Is it a problem? More than likely, they'll say no. I mean, yeah, no, it's not a problem. (laughs) No, you could do it. Again, you have to ask the attendees when they come to your booth, hey, do you mind signing? We have, um, or you can say, hey, we're going to do an amazing giveaway at the conference for people who drop their email. And before the conference is over, we'll announce the winner. So write your name and your email address. You will get tons. Everybody loves free stuff, everybody, especially if you have nice free stuff, okay? It really, really works. It's amazing. Okay, so vendors, okay? I hope you make the best out of every event you vend at. Whether it's 100 people or 50 people or 1,000, work the crowd, have a great attitude, network, do your homework, have great displays, add some pop of color, have inventory, try and have a variety of inventory, get social, okay, set good prices, um, and get email addresses and network, okay. These tips will really help you to be the best vendor that you can be. And like I said, go VIP if you can. Many, many conferences love their vendors. And if you're a repeat vendor, the VIP rate, they might offer a discounted rate. I know we do that at Dare to Aspire Conference. So ask the questions, you know, have the great attitude, you know, make sure you connect with the event planner or the event host or the person that's running the event. And if you're planning an event for yourself, be good to your vendors. Don't overcharge them and really promote them. Because when you promote your vendors, you're promoting your conference. You're promoting your event. Work hand-in-hand with your vendors, and you will have an amazing event, and your vendors will be happy, and they'll come back. Okay, so this ends the podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. Please, you can share your tips that you've used, or if you're a vendor, you can share information and things you love to see Um, at events. We love, love, love hearing from everyone. Again, thank you so much for purchasing the ultimate guide to planning a conference without going broke. This is a private um, podcast strictly for people who attend the, the online course. Thank you so much. Again, follow us on social media at Dare to Aspire and use the hashtag Dare to Aspire. So you can see wonderful pictures about our conference and stay up to date with our next conference. Again, thank you, and have a great, great Monday. Now, by the time you hear this conference, the election would have happened. So I will say I hope you voted in the election, and I wish you much success as you plan your events or you vend at events. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye.